geekverses.com. Welcome, everyone, to the first episode of 2018 of Weekly Game Chat. I am your host, Chris, and as always, joined by my co-host, Sean. Dingus! <laughs> and John. Wait, that's your word, right? That is my word. <laughs> I just stole your word. Yeah, dingus. <laughs> Wait, now I just stole his word. His what? His word. His word. I told him word. And I'm already on board. I told him word and made it mine. I'm already just starting the year off right. I had, a, I had a friend who requested me to read to kids, and I was like, "Have you listen to my podcast, read right? Read kids what? Like, read a book to kids, like, oh. in person uh, for, for the holidays. It or was, that re- character in the read book. A, read a kids does yeah. not mean that. <laughs> Good call. But uh, I'm going to read a kids. <laughs> when she asked me that, I was like, <clears throat> you listen to the podcast, right? She's like, yeah. And I was like, and you want me to attempt to read in live and in person at children? It was like, I think you'd be great. At I think children, you're wrong. Not two children. You at would read children. at children. Are you going to do it? I would pay to see it. It's the. It's already gone. Oh. I couldn't do it. Work. I had no way to get away when when it was going on. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Hey, John. Hey, buddy. So. <laughs> Uh, how's it going? Things have happened. Yeah. Yeah. What is today's date? Uh, today will be the 10th when they hear this. Yeah. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, um, to put it bluntly, and there's more nuance to this, but nuance, who cares? Chris deleted my wife's Your Diab- wife! <laughs> Di- Diablo 3 save i like to think we did it together now listeners we if, were uh, i'll definitely take 70 percent of the blame now. <laughs> well, if it, you know i don't i don't know that i've ever gotten 70 percent of the blame out of him ever so i might just take that just take it and run if they negotiations would, if they followed us since the early days they know about the importance of said save file oh, uh, i felt so bad yeah, we're was, talking hundreds uh, of hours. We're talking level seventy on every character except the necromancer. We're talking about one platinum away from a trophy, which yeah. is a very hard trophy. One trophy from a platinum. Yeah, did I'm I, actually. Did I say you know, the sad yeah. part is I'm in the same boat. I'm waiting on the same trophy to platinum that game. It's just five hundred freaking bounties, man. It's, it's time. Why don't you copy your save file and give it to her? But it's. I don't think she'd want my characters. Oh yeah. Well, it's actually, <laughs> but this this tragedy that mm-hmm. ensued, I believe it was Monday. I don't mm-hmm. know. Was it Monday? This tragedy, I think so. That ensued is attached. No, no. To no, no. A, hold on. Last hold week on. was it? Last week? Yeah, yeah. We're recording on Monday. It was one week from today. Mm. We're recording on Tuesday. It is Tuesday. Good lord. <laughs> so it we're happened. really bad. It happened. It's been a it happened last week. It happened last Good week. Point. Um, I still have nightmares about it. <clears throat> But it's really attached to an even bigger, cooler story. If, mm. And I'd love to share it with our audience if that's okay. Um, I guess that's okay. Oh, thanks. But don't, don't, don't do me any favors. How about this? Before you do that, yeah. I got an email. Yeah, of course. Uh, Weeklygameshat, gmail.com. Read it at us. <laughs> and it's from, it's from Dave from Virginia. He says, hey, Chris. He said me because mm-hmm. we were having personal correspondence. Uh, he said, just... 
starting the game thought of you guys i think what game did i recommend yeah this would be great if you gave us a little context to the email chris <laughs> see chris context see chris <laughs> that's funny i'm trying to remember which game uh man i don't know where it is uh i want to say it was witcher or something i cannot remember i'd have witcher to look at the other right i have to look at i think it was a separate email chain well, you that's only why. talk about witcher so that's true. Witcher. 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 Well, What's your game see, of the year this year? Witcher. What? Let what me happened? see if the answer's on my Apple Watch. Oh, he dropped the Man, nugget. That so he, much ego. Yeah. Just so much. That watch is like, how many? I got one last thing in my life. I want to talk about it. I know what that's, I don't that's have. You. That's you. I know what I don't have. Huh? You don't the have a national championship. Oh, oh, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but anyways, back to Dave's email. At least we don't beat up our coaches. Ooh. <laughs> well, considering that guy's local, we'll go ahead and invite him on the show. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> we let him back in the game, too, and then he, like, laid out on the 10-yard line for a hit. I remember that. Good for him. Uh, glad you got the beer safe and sound. And FYI, GBS stands for Gingerbread Stout, which is a beer by itself. But they do a whole series of different barrel-aged GBS beers. I sent you my favorite, the Bourbon Barrel GBS. I drove four hours round trip to get four bottles. Jeez. Oh, my God. Yeah, I have friends who uh, who work in beer distribution, and I told him, my, my premier friend who works at, <laughs> like, premier the, like premier he works at the premier place here. He ran, like, in our area, this is the guy you go to if mm-hmm. you want to know what's available. Yep, yep. Uh, and I told him, I said, man, there are people in Atlanta who hunt for that thing. It's hard to find. Wow. Yeah. And it's. Because you're tap notch among well, whatever we did to deserve that, I hope we keep it up. Uh, People wait in line for hours for that beer, kind of crazy. And I guess you might be able to get highlight, but I figured you might like it if you hadn't tried it. Man, I tell you right now, Cigar City, that's a good beer company. They make solid stuff. Me, me, and uh, the Jeffries, we've we've shared many a highlight or just any of their beers. So if you if you live in Florida, especially, they're from Tampa Bay. You probably can find them. Is something going down right now? They might. Either way, hope you guys enjoy it. He's and I'm looking forward timber. to hearing about it on the show. Well. Well, sir. Oh, boy. I have said beer, David. He uh, he, he prepped it. Is it cold? It is. Yeah, it, it would have. It would have. Yeah, we're not drinking hot beer around, this, around these parts, John. That's just not going to happen. We ain't drinking hot beer around these You parts. want some hot beer? No, thanks. I have urine. <laughs> 98.6 degrees. It's a little strong. All right. But I'm down, right? It's like a champagne bottle. It's called a bomber. Thank you. He knows that. What's happening? Why am I nervous right now? Please don't hit me in the eye. Chris, you're moving it closer to me. Get it out of my face, Chris. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> he's putting his hand on the cork. The cork is spinning. C O R K cork. Yeah, the the wait for the pop. The cork is spinning. Oh yeah, baby. That was a real pop. Yeah, it was a cork pap. <laughs> Good old cork pap. All right, this is gonna be dark a bit. Oh no. He's pouring the first glass for himself. Ooh, it looks like root beer or oh, cola. It looks like clogged arteries. That's not what happens with beer. It's gonna be fun if I drink. What are you drinking? You, you. We gotta go eat later. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Chad. That's your cup. That's your cup, buddy. We're gonna post pictures of this too. So let me get a. <clears throat> oh, <Ooh. clears throat> remember that time? Uh, 
you guys <laughs> may did we talk about it last time we were here? Did I bring this up at all? I don't know. I don't think John so. was out of town at the Lego store and he picked me up. You know, you guys know I'm a big pop collector. I can, I can uh, stick with this. He picked me up idea. a blue box Jabba the Hutt. So I want to thank you on air if I haven't already. Oh, you're welcome. But what did your boy do, John, for the Christmas break? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> after we recorded? Yeah, I just. You left it as a chew toy for Penny. <laughs> All right. Because it was right there, right where it was left. Right. And so, Dave, you did not have to do this, but from it Weekly Games. Nice. From Weekly Games Chat, uh, we just all want to say thank you for this. Uh, as we celebrate this and kick off 2018 in the right way, which is with the national championship and a solid beer, except for John, just a beer for John. <laughs> Cheers. Let's, let's clank our glasses. Yes. All right. Let's, All right. let's see what we see got. How. There's a lot of head on this one. <laughs> <laughs> let's kinda, just, uh, blow the froth off a couple. It's got, it's got a nice beer smell. That's strong. What would you say? Uh, oh my God, oh, John! This <laughs> my first beer. Fun, fun fact, guys. Uh, John is not a premium beer drinker. <laughs> I am not a premium beer drinker. This stuff, the bourbons there, the bourbon aged stouts, they're uh, they're strong. Could they're you? Very, it actually could, tastes really good. I am very grateful for this gesture, and I'm glad I got to try this. But you maybe next I, time, could you uh, send some Talisker? What is that? Oh, wow. or a Glen Levitt? <laughs> what is that? It's, it's Scotch. Oh. Scotch. He loves scotch. I just, scotch, scotch, scotch. What, what's wrong with, like, Crown, dude? That works, too. <laughs> Crown works, right? This might as well or have, Canadian Hunter. This might as well have roots in it. <laughs> just coming out of, out of the glass. But anyways, um, story times. Oh, man. I don't think I remember it so now. So back to Diablin. Uh, Diablin. Well, I got a... Uh, <clears throat> I, I got... Um, I've been finding myself left behind in the... Mid tier, kind of like Kirk Cameron. Yeah, sure. Uh, the the latest iteration of this generation's consoles. So I finally figured out what I was going to do about it. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And this I can story. tell you, I can tell you the price. If you want to go in and get yourself for free an Xbox One X and a PlayStation Four Pro, the price is thirty five years of retro gaming. Your childhood. How, John, you left out an important fact. You, not only do you get those two things, you got extra money oh, yeah, to the I side. Got, uh, How much do you have left over? $4,000. <laughs> so so I, I went into EB Games, our local store. Shout out to EB Games. They, were, um, they had a blast as well as I. Um, but this, my wife is a minimalist. Your wife. Thank you. Thanks, my wife is a I mean, minimalist. So she's doing like a 30-day challenge. So Way every over. day... <laughs> Every day on day one, she gets rid of one thing. On yes. the second day, two things, yes. and, and it builds. I stalk her on Facebook. What? So I did. <laughs> I would too. <laughs> so <clears throat> it had really nothing to do with this, but the kind of the over time, all my stuff from the Nintendo era, the Super NES, Nintendo 64, and, and on had just been sitting in my closet collecting dust. And as things have become more available on digital, as the NES Classic and Super NES Classic have come out, awesome all these nice. thank you, thank you, Chris. Mm-hmm. All these things that I've owned that are sitting in a crate in my closet, I've realized that I don't play them, and when I do play them, I play them on other platforms. Yeah, it's always been my like. The way I felt about it, like as much yeah. as I, we I know understand. you are you. You have no yeah. sentimentality, which is not a knock. It's just I, a, I love 
classic games and I don't mind like for instance like when they come out on Steam or uh iPad <sighs> every now and then. Like and I look out there and it's like, Oh, it's five bucks. Yeah. I'll go and revisit it for a day. But the honest truth is the vast majority of things, it's like once you've beaten it, yeah, I don't need to go spend another hundred and twenty hours of my life playing classic Final Fantasy seven right. again. I, I I got yeah. what I need out of that. So So I spent the first couple of days sort of putting all my stuff into a spreadsheet and then seeing how much so proud see it's not that big a deal it's it's like hey there's a column i'm gonna put something in it hey but putting you know taking a game and then putting what gamestop would give give to me versus what they would sell for it and over time i was like you know i can sell all this maybe double maybe triple double it double it but i just didn't feel like putting in the extra time you took the convenience over the potential. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of people um, would. So I called I called EB Games once I found out how much roughly I'd be getting out of all this. And I said, so I've got some I've got some um, vintage games. And the guy on the phone, understandably, did not seem very interested. He goes, well, there's a lot of stuff we just don't take. So why don't you just go ahead and take that to Second and Charles? Hmm. And I said, sir, I believe you want all this. At least 90% of it. So he goes, okay. So he kind of over the phone kind of yells out, okay, guys, we got a big, big load coming in. <laughs> so I actually brought the first phase, which was just primarily the NES, Super NES, and the Nintendo 64 games with, so some, Wii your, and, with some Wii and GameCube games as well. So this is your first big load that you spilled? First big load. Hmm. And so I discovered this moment and this, and the, and the next moment as well, this moment I got more out of owning this content than I ever did just keeping it in my closet for 15, 20 years because crowds were gathering around it. The clerks were like showing each other everything I had. They were like, this is a gold cartridge. I've never seen a real gold cartridge. And somebody, you know, that was purchasing something says, I haven't seen that that cartridge since I was six years old and it didn't look that good four months into owning it. And so it was just, you know, an amazing I got more out of that moment owning that stuff by giving it away and letting somebody else enjoy it but the good I mean even the even better part was they were they were counting the money as they were trading everything in and I ended mm-hmm. up with the first in the first part of in the first trade in which happened to be I think that guy's he said sir this is the best trade I've ever done I I walked out of that store with an Xbox 1X mm-hmm. and 70 dollars to spare jeez Second time I went, I walked out with a PS4 Pro, and then on top of that, another uh, 170 bucks. So I got two consoles plus money. A hundred dollar. What I ended up getting was a hundred dollar um, PSN card, mm-hmm. and then a hundred dollar Xbox One mm-hmm. card because they were having good sales at the time, and then I got uh, Skyrim on Switch. Ah, so I got, I got a lot of bang for my buck. You know, there's just I gotta be honest. Uh, as you say this, <clears throat> the idea of you trading in your your SNES and NES history it was hard for the power of Xbox just makes my Richard super attentive. Well, that's okay. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. But I, I'll tell you though, I'm I at had full Richard attention right now during <laughs> during the exchange <laughs> and over the next couple of days. I had moments of. 
Why? Yeah. Why did I I do that? I can tell uh, listeners, I've lived with John, obviously. Uh, He is a collector of of times gone by, as I like to call it, things he just loves. I mean, the guy has a full collection of Rocky figurines. Um, And they're quite valuable. Yeah. So to see him let go, like... Because he's always had to watch me be like, okay, beat this, bye. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just don't care if if it's not something I'm using. It's a it, it's expendable. The That's just the way it can be. you traded on a PlayStation 3 for DJ Hero. It had to be done. <laughs> hey. <clears throat> yeah, Sean just hey. got serious on you. <laughs> hey, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it's it's nice to see you, uh, you know, let go, so to speak. But, You're kind uh, of like Jack Shepard. And everything was going great. I was enjoying these things. And then Chris I showed it. up. <laughs> you asked me to show up. Yes, I did. And my wife said to me, I just mm-hmm. have I just have one request. Do not delete my Diablo save. And when Chris came over, I put my arm around him and I pointed to my wife. And I, I said, Chris, you can delete anything you want to. Do not delete her save or she will divorce me. And the truth is, yeah, he's when, consulting he said that, a lawyer. when when he said that, <laughs> I looked at how much I could lower my rent for the roommate, and <laughs> I went to work. It's like a trade-off. You're like, I can sabotage this entire thing. You should probably not let me do anything around your house of value, Sean. <laughs> it's all good, man. <laughs> uh, the most exciting, that was, that was when you told me that story to begin with, you, you teased me with, I think, uh, just the tip of the story. Just when you, tip. Just when you tip. told me uh, that basically you had a you know an Xbox One X and and then you and you hailed off on PS4 Pro, but you do that well. Um, I just I was DJing the other night uh, reception and I ended up sending my boys and kick a picture of my tire. Yeah, what did it look man. like to you that that was in there? I was like, would an Amish person <laughs> sabotage him? <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I must have missed that. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm probably because I'm like your 11th best friend these days. You're not. You're you're not on that kick. You did not make the playoffs. Nope. Playoffs. <laughs> Look at his face. I wish we were doing this live. Um, Do it live. On video and whatnot. <laughs> so so I send them a picture and they're all like, what is that? We can't. It looks like a, a freaking like either a miniature horseshoe or like a, a, a like that handle on that desk right there. It's in my tire. <clears throat> and I got it when I pulled over to make sure I was close to my venue. So I go in and I set up and I go back out and I'm like, what do I do? I wanted to make sure my tire was not flat. And it wasn't, I had, I, you know, when, when you got something in your tire like that, don't park where that thing's on the ground because it'll let air out. Right. <laughs> so everybody starts panicking. They're like, dude, you're going to die. Change your tire. Yeah, like he was trying to be kind of <laughs> confident. And then, um, one of our buddies, Kevin, who, who's a Navy guy. Yeah. Who's like, you know, probably mechanical. I would trust. He him. is actually, yeah, I think. Yeah. Most people on in like the Navy tanks are, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So. I was like, well, he, he looked at me and he said, dude, don't drive on that. You're going to die. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I think that was one of the realization that Sean's like, might have to reassess this a lot sooner than I thought. But I'm at, I'm at a point because I'm, I'm within like maybe 30, 45 minutes of of the gig starting. Right. So, yeah, I believe you and, and Tate were like, no, don't change it now. Just wait and see what happens. Go do your thing, which was was a blast. I come back out, you know, hours later, it's cold. True. Uh, and I'm like, well, no air has come out. So I get on the phone with my wife. Your wife. It doesn't work. <laughs> That's not how that works. That's my thing. You I did, hear it. One time I said my wife and you did it, though. Yeah. You son of a. Yeah. Uh, Why are you so special? So she. Uh, <laughs> what if oh I get a wife? She, she's in. She, she's at home and I'm in Auburn. Can I say that? I can say I'm in Auburn, right? Sure. Yeah. And so she's going to get me home via back roads, John. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I don't have to, uh, we, cause we decide, look, no, let's not change it. Let's just get you home back roads. Do like maybe 40, 45 ish. Um, that way if you crash, it'll be immediately into a ditch or a tree, not into other cars. <laughs> That's great. So I was like, all right, cool. So she, Only you'll she, die. <laughs> so she basically goes like, and she's guiding me home. Like you see, like in a video game or a movie. And at some point I stopped hearing the click because whatever was in my tire. Oh my God. Was a, it sounded like a, it sounded like a horse. Okay. So like, so it comes out and I'm like, and I've got my gauge on that shows my tire pressure and it's just <clears> dropping. <throat> and I'm like, Oh, Oh no. So okay. I end up pulling over with a, you know, a truck full of DJ stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I pull over Jeep. into, uh, well, yes, yeah, a Jeep. I say truck. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for correcting me, Honda Fit guy. Um, <laughs> hey, you don't hear me going like, yeah, me and my hat. You did yeah. tell me that we could get it in. Hmm? You said we could get it in your fit. We could have. I think we could have. <laughs> We're going to test that theory one time. I mean, I have packed up a full, I mean, camper to the T for Bonnaroo. With yeah, meet not, with three of us there, and we found a way to do it. I so. think we need to do this physical challenge. That's why they call it fit. People uh, don't realize just how much room is there. It's not in the fact of like <coughs> size or you know carrying <laughs> like carrying it's more about the capa- girth, yeah. like weight capacity. Yeah. But in terms of just room, you'd be surprised. Uh, I know. Maybe surprised. maybe your main speakers that'd be the one thing I'd be worried. about. Yeah, it'd probably hit all on the side of the walls and everything. Yeah, just yeah. like it. Look Everything good. Else this Apple Watch question. looks on my wrist. Yeah, it looks good. So I, I yeah, when I end up pulling so over, <laughs> it's underneath a billboard that's kind of got a light on it. Yeah, but it's in gravel. Oh, and John, you're responding kind of like you know what that means. Oh, if no. you've got to jack a car up in gravel, no, it sucks. No, it's it's no. it's it's not the, it's not the best. Yeah. So Especially I tell a heavy car. I tell Bob, yeah, it's loaded, right? Yeah. But I got to get half the stuff out to access my tire, which is one of the ones you got to use from the mm-hmm. inside the car and lower it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get that down, which was you should have seen your boy, hilarious. <laughs> uh, I get my scissor jack that the Jeep decides to give me <laughs> wow. under, the, under the car, and I get it to where it does. It looks like it's almost straight up and down. The tire is not coming off the ground. It's completely flat, and I'm like, oh, my God. Well, like an angel in the darkness, my wife's car pulls up. She decided to come on anyway with the actual, like, whatever ton floor jack I got at the house. We get it on up. Uh, Scary thing happens. That jack in the gravel falls. It goes. (laughs) Like, it slipped. (laughs) Like, the whole. And this is what the point where the tire was off. And that's why you don't get under the car, folks. (laughs) I was. I was. Yeah, you do. But. We got it off. Well, then I'm trying to put the spare in, right? Well, guess what, John? When the tire's flat and you barely get it off, the 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 tire that you're putting on with air, mm-hmm. it's kind of it's, it's a little different big, size. Yeah. You got to get it up more. <laughs> <laughs> so we, that, I think that's when that happened. We had to jack it okay, up a little more. You. Well, I ended up having to dig the gravel out of the way to get the tire on. Um, <laughs> it was sucks. it was a, and this was this was late. You know, it was. Thank God it was uh, pressurized. What are you talking about? Like my life? No, the, the tire itself. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So that it just didn't explode. That was like, yeah. I well, I had a time where I changed the tire on uh, my previous car, and I did not realize that because I I'd never had a car with a donut mm-hmm. that the donut needed air. Like it. Oh yeah, wasn't put on there, and like I never thought to fill it up. So yeah. I put the donut on, and it's like, oh, well, oh, this isn't working. <laughs> So I made it home safe. My boys were worried about me. I, um, by the time you hear this show, I will post a picture of of that object. I'm so, that I'm caused so glad, me so much. I'm so glad I knew about this. Yeah, 
I don't I don't know why would I bother you? You you were the farthest away. Possibly even farther than like a Tate. Furthest? Or is it farthest? I don't know. It's yeah, I'm from Alabama, so it's okay. Okay. <laughs> I just say things. Speaking of that. Would you have come save me, John? No, but I offered <laughs> hey, hey, I offered to come save you. Chris actually did offer to come save me. I told he him. He also that. offered I, to come help you move. Well <laughs> that's funny. You're back. He was, I'm in the middle. I was hurt. I was hurt. I, <laughs> I, know, I know you were hurt. I got to give a thank, a shout out to Jeff too, because you and him were going to probably double team it and come save me. Oh, yeah, I was like, I was yeah. about to pop a beer and then I saw all your problems. I said, no. A little DP action, John. Yeah, not what? for him. Uh, double team. Uh, what? <laughs> double. Teamwork. Uh, uh, double dribble. <laughs> oh, by the way, before we get to the main thing. Uh-huh. I would like to solicit the audience. We're like 25 I understand minutes. that. It, it's very quickly. If uh, if there's any ideas out there mm-hmm. um, that the audience members have about recovering a Diablo 3 save from a PlayStation Network account. Did you hit up Jeffrey? Jeffrey Schultz? Yeah. Sorry, I should have. Yeah. No, I didn't. Uh, I will. Because the, the, the thing is, the <clears> account <throat> was tied to John's PlayStation Plus. Yes, my wife played your it. Your wife. She, my wife played it. Your my, wife. My, she, Clarissa played it on her profile, <laughs> but her profile had her profile had the uh, yellow square symbol, which indicated she had access to PlayStation Plus. But it was like, but it was tethered to my PlayStation Plus. That's what screwed me up. So that's how what it not there though. I don't know. I know, right? I don't know how. Uh, it's I, I will all. So if you guys have any thoughts, write us at weeklygameschat nice. at gmail.com. I see what you there you did. go. We have a community. We should access it. We, we should. Before we move forward. You can any Papa John's <laughs> gift cards. <laughs> Before we move forward, we'll, we'll cover this real quickly. I just want to. If we can get beer like this, yeah. we can get a Never. Diablo 3 save. Um, this is good beer. Just want to say, roll tide. I'm sorry, John. Roll, me, that's the thing we got. We, we, were, we were really happy. Hey, go dogs. Y'all, y'all showed up. Y'all to the Georgia fans out there, you've been actually very, very yeah, most of them have been very. I got one, and I saw that yeah, one today. One, oh, he's he's bad, but every, he's always bad. He's bad about your everything. team is not going anywhere. No, your You're coach, there. your coach is ahead of schedule. You've heard this on the sports networks. That's you have it. a foundation. That's <laughs> it, Sean. We will never watch a game together ever, ever again. So going into this game, we ever. the Clemson game, and I believe the Auburn game, right? Yes. So the last two, not this year's Clemson, the national championship Clemson game and this year's Auburn game. <laughs> I went to our friend Jeff's house to watch it with Jeff and Chris. And we lost. I show up at, at just about kickoff for this game and we're losing at halftime. Sean goes home. Yep. Coach Saban says, put in two. So you're and saying had you stayed? We we may have lost. Oh, Me and Jeff looked at, at the end of the first quarter. We were like, or half. We were like, they need to put two in. Sean was like, no, they don't. He's like, I'm leaving. And then I, and that's then, not how that went. It was more of let the coach coach. Yeah. And he did. He coached. Next time like, I'm going to be like, I'll give you a thousand bucks to go to Jeff's house right I'm in. now. <laughs> I'm in. Oh, you're, are you there? <laughs> Good. Stay. Uh, I think it, we can attend games in person still. Yeah, yeah, our, our record is freaking immaculate on that. Yeah. End, but that's about it. Yeah. I will never sit in a room with you to watch Alabama football. Ever. I don't care if we're playing freaking Mercer or. Do, is you know, it the same roof? Is it the same room? Could I be in I a think different it, room? It might be the Trinity. That might be the. You know, I think if like you and Jeff or, or, or me and you, you and I watch the game, it would be fine. Yeah. It's, it's when like, we get three people together. <laughs> It, we are not. We are not the. Uh, 
we are not in the way of God in the sense of where three or where two shall agree. So shall I, it's like, no, 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 no. You need to be, I saw a, uh, <laughs> I saw a video on Facebook about fanatic college football <clears throat> fans. I know I basically just said fan twice when I said fan of fanatics, yeah, the same thing, I I but, you. um, the things they do, like the, the, special shirt you have to wear the game day shirt the socks have to be on a certain way the volume on your tv has to be a certain 29 uh all this was it's hilarious that we we do this and we think it has an effect on a game it does it was proven last night (laughs) literally we sucked for a half you left and all of a sudden it wasn't our savior came down they still sucked for a little bit after i got home hey Sean, huh? hey. did I ever tell you that I got accepted to Alabama? Oh, no. That's a fun fact. That you, I didn't. Uh, I decided not to go because I had a high school diploma already. Anyway, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Low hanging fruit. Low hanging fruit. Let's uh, yeah, let's get to this topic because it's been 30 minutes in this. But what else do we got today? I, I need to know these things. We just we got, got that. Yeah, we just got that. So we're good. The switch became the yeah, fastest selling console in our U.S. history. That is a good piece of news. Yeah. Why? No big deal. <laughs> no big deal. It's no. not a big deal. It's ever. It's history. No one cares. It's, it's not huge. Hey, Chris. No one cares about it. Huge. It's the worst selling console ever. It's the worst selling about no, how much, lame is. No one cares. About how much money did the U.S. pay uh, Napoleon to get the Louis Fifteen million. Or $14,909. <laughs> we saw the Capital One transaction. That, Jeff, well, that, I might have gotten put in the spot of the, like, is that accurate? And I said, I'm pretty sure it's accurate. And someone challenged. And I said, well, I'm going to research mode. Let's yeah. win this. But uh, just like that piece of history, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. History. History. We did make history. <laughs> All right. Well, let's make some history in the topic. Topic. Tom, 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 Tom. The topic is our favorite games of 2017, right? I hope that's right. Oh, this that was this week. <laughs> I gotta tell you, this beer. Yeah, now now good. This will be short because they're so inebriated. I've that, already crapped my pants. Yeah, you're like, hey, what does that mean? He can say that. Yeah, I, no, I meant hey. <laughs> Just, oh. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Why are you bringing out notebooks and stuff, dude? What's happening? Really? You can bring paper? This is uh, my grocery list. Hey, guys. Uh-huh. I got it up here. It's right here. You why don't you put it on your year. watch? Yeah. I just you don't know how to do I it think yet. I forgot, That's why. Hold on. I forgot number three. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, it's good. Make It'll make the program I got shorter. it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's back. So, yeah, as you know, we don't really <clears throat> issue a game of the year, per se, that we say this is Weekly Game Shack Game of the Year because... Wait, do we you don't have the spreadsheet really... back again this year? No, no, no. Oh, no, okay. we did that that one time. Uh, mainly just because one, there's only three of us. Two, we don't all play Mm-mm. enough games where I think it's a fair thing for us to say. Like, I think by default this year, if we did it this way, it would have to be Legend of Zelda because <clears throat> it would be the one game all three of us. It's not on my list. I can say no. I could say like all of us played. <laughs> you know. The, 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 like, the thing know, this show lacks is yeah. my dirty looks. It's like John can't come in and talk about, I don't know, something like player unknown battlegrounds, you know? I can too. Oh, I, I actually can. Now. Yeah. Uh, my bad. Free you with Xbox that. One yeah, X. It's going to be on my list, John. Oh, <laughs> spoilers. But yeah, so we, we, we sat down like in our, I want to say it was the year we actually became Weekly Game Chat. 
And we decide instead of doing a game of the year, we would just each bring our own personal top five games yep. for that year. Yep. Yep. Share them with you, our lovely listeners. Get and, some, uh, and tell some you why we, why we think that. And then we would all tell John why he's wrong on his choices because <laughs> that's just he needs that in life. I feel like, uh, and I feel like, uh, like I just said, we're gonna get some chatter going. Hopefully, our people uh, chatter on the on all of our either our Facebook or our Twitter. They'll they'll tell us some things that they like. There are gonna be some mean tweets about this. One year we even had a con. No, that was the top five of all time. We had a yeah. contest. All time. All time. <laughs> I do have two other emails, but I'm gonna save yeah. those for next week. Um, I are wanted you? to give I wanted to give that shout out today because Dave, you did not have to do that. And now I may everyone's have, I, a little. And, and I'm getting kind of. Drunk. I'm getting backed up in the Twitter, so I'm going to say some things later about some folks. You say some things, but do it in 240 characters or less, or less. Indeed, I mean, I'm going to say it vocally. I'm going to go ahead and gulp yeah. this with audio and whatnot. There don't do go. that, man. That's <laughs> don't do that. I'm not going to do that. We're going to have to order in, guys. <laughs> so you're crashing. Who gets the chair? Who gets? The I'm couch? sleeping that's in the, the Jeep, bro. I ain't sleeping in here. <laughs> oh, dang. Sorry, Penny. Okay, so uh, we'll just kick this off. We're going to f- do the five, then the four, then the three, then the two. You want to do that way, or you want to just do lists? Well, if we do lists, every- that's going to be like a lot of... This way we get a... Kind of like we all get a to nice talk. A nice balance of voice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that. So you want to do a rotation? Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, you start. Why? Look at how I did that. <laughs> I'll start. Okay, my number five game crept in, um, and I really debated on whether... Debated. <laughs> one of one of these two were going to go on here, but for me it was it was player on those battleground. That's your number five, huh? That is my number five, Woo! and I, I put it on there because I mean it. Think about the excitement that that I got like to get ready to play this game. I, I kind of up my computer a little bit. Heck, you built the computer, not necessarily to play it. The beast, you kind built of. the beast, but to kind of play it. Uh, and then with its recent release on Xbox, I repurchased it there. I just love the intensity of PUBG. I hear that's getting better on there, too. It, it, Especially if you have an X, from what I've heard. Yeah, and I don't. I just got an S. I don't have retro stuff to turn into, like, a I'm local sorry. game store. It's just funny, like, you know, but <laughs> like I mean, your your PC is the one, like, you're battling to make it work there, and you get there, and it's like, <laughs> now your Xbox is like, really, man? Now you're going to make me battle? <laughs> but uh, Fortnite has got a lot of our attention recently. Sure. And I think a lot of Fortnite uh, being able to do what it does, they took a lot of the good from PUBG. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't want that to go unnoticed. And I don't think the community is going to let it go unnoticed. But PUBG is is the jam, and uh, you know what? It made the cut. To cut time, yeah. We'll just uh, if we have a if game, we have a common thing, and unless it's our top game, I'll let us all okay. Let's all save our top game regardless, okay? But if we have a common thing that's on our list, let's just go ahead and shout that out too. Sound cool? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that was my number. <laughs> that Sean, that was my number two game of all. Of nice. Years. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, I think it is one of the most unforgiving online games. Yeah. And that's why I enjoy it so much. Like, as you said, we play Fortnite. And I feel like, you know, we've grown. To be fair, Mike D, you deserve all the credit in the world because you were the champion of that. And Slade, he came in afterwards. But then afterwards, we've gone from those, just those two guys, to now... Like, literally, we have a group of, what, like, 8 to 12 people yeah, that are playing that? And we have a feed, a kick. There's a victory at least twice a night, I would say. Yeah. On, on average now, between the two groups that are running. And on the other hand, between myself, Jeff, and Sean, and Mike D, the people who have played 
you know, especially the three of us, uh, Sean, myself, and Jeff, who have played considerable amounts of PUBG, we have one victory in all that time. I've got two. I mean, or, okay. Oh. Oh. I may actually have three. Do you? Yeah. Ooh. Solos? Not solos. Oh, on Xbox. Uh, PUBG. That's, yeah, PUBG. I've been drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I can't no. feel my face. Yeah, I have I have one victory with you. Yeah. And that, that's the there was some BS luck to get there. I mean, it if was, we're being honest. Yeah, it was a, it was a, we were in the right place at the right time yeah. type I'm moment. The right place. Oh, and then, and then it was a two on one. Yeah. I don't know if we would have survived a two on two. No, no. We got, man, so, you went, I was what? I was high. You were low. It was, yeah, it was epic. It was. Yeah, 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 it was. But, you know, victories <laughs> in that, it feels earned. Yeah. And it gives you a thrill when you get it. Um, but, and that's the case. Like, it's so rewarding. You just feel it in that genre. So rewarding in a way that I think Call of Duty or Battlefield, they just their regular modes. They'll never have that epicness. And I'm very much going to call that within the next year or two. Both of those games will have some version of this. I agree. I think everything will be great. This is about to be the trendsetter. Yeah, for, this is for the new FPS. Thing. Yes, there's just no question in my mind. on I that. agree. Um, and the other thing I think I love about it is just that. The game offers you so many different styles towards victory. You know, you can you can be the Jeff and, and camp in the bush and, and be, <laughs> I love that you just said yeah, that. I know. <laughs> camp in the bush, stay on the perimeter as which like people hey, I'm guilty of it too. I love yeah. to do that. Or you can be like Mike D and drop in the school and let's and, do this and say, Yeah, let's do this. And if you pulled out, you're sitting Never. pretty. Uh but also <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what? But also there's the kind of people that uh they'll just get in a car and they'll just drive like yeah. maniacs. Yeah. You know, and then there's people that would just want to sit back and snipe. There's people who don't want to engage. Like you there said, there's is, people that want to. It's, yeah. it's a really diverse. There's no wrong way to play this game. Yeah, there's, I did learn yeah. that you need to be uh, barefooted, though. We learned that. Actually, I think now they've patched that. Pat- at some point, yeah. you realize you needed to be barefoot, John. Yeah. Um, because you could hear people in tennis shoes and boots higher, you know, audible levels than you would like bare feet. There's no disadvantage to being. But you get your feet cut. You know. PUBG is probably, <laughs> I haven't seen a game since, probably since Minecraft, I can say, came out of nowhere like this, where start out as something really small, independent, Rocket and League. really, not even, I mean, Rocket League, yeah, it's big, but Rocket League isn't on this level, I believe. I mean, you're talking about 20 million people bought this game. Rocket League got where it got to because it gave away for free on PlayStation Plus on day one. That's how that got big. This, like Minecraft sat there and said, hey, here's something early. <laughs> Buy into it and we'll promise you more. And everyone bought into it. Uh, Rocket League wasn't paired with an Xbox One X during the advertising either. Yeah, suck it, Rocket League. Mm. Jeremy Dunham. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, but John, what's your number five? I don't know. You don't even know? I can't feel my face. <laughs> Weekend? We are hammered. <laughs> That's funny. That's a great idea. <laughs> no, I'm not hammered. I just, um, this, this stuff is strong. 11.7%. What is this thing again? Uh, that's a oh. bourbon barrel GBS Hardywood. My hands are sticky now. Yeah, okay. That's what happens when you touch it. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, well, guys, my number five, and all day I've been going back and forth between the fourth and the fifth, skips, you know, switching them around. I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put um, Prey as my number five. Called it. Game. Called it. Uh, for 2017, terrible. Uh, Chris absolutely loathed. I don't think that's a fair word, but he nobody didn't, he didn't loves care it. for it. It's a loser. 
Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so had to get out. I'm a big fan of the Bioshock series. This game came around uh, and sort of gave me that um, style of game. And while it does it does match that style of play, um, one could be criticized for being a pure copycat, but this one actually embraced it. Um, System Shock for sure. System Shock definitely for sure, which yeah. I, I think they're actually um, making a remake of the original this year. It's supposed to come yes. out this year. Looking forward to that. But this one just came around and, and gave me my Bioshock itch, if you will. Mm. <clears throat> I think I think it's got a terrific atmosphere. Some might say that the uh, enemy variation is not that deep. Um, I found I found that not to be the case. They had their different um, weaknesses and, and way you approach them. As far as design goes, I think that's where maybe the criticism lied. Mm. But um, I just thought the atmosphere was had a cross between Bioshock and, and the, um, the, the, um, the first person shooter Metroid prime series. Um, each weapon, it wasn't your straight up shooter. It wasn't just something where you would go in and blast your way. It had these interesting, unique weapons that interacted in the world in very unique ways. Um, the methods to which you would upgrade your weapons, the way they did that, you would basically collect junk and then synthesize it in the material that you could actually use. I'm, I'm getting a finger from Chris. Best weapon, nerf, <clears throat> crossbow. Not a chance. <laughs> no, really, it was because you could, like, hit things that, like, you know, it became so intricate later, like, if you wanted to um, redirect an enemy in the room, you could use the crossbow to shoot yeah. across well, and it. Yeah, in that him. case, yeah. Or you could, like, hit things that were out of reach that you needed to activate with it. Yeah. So it became very vital. But this is a game where I just, and even in my first playthrough, I just kept going back and forth and going back and exploring areas over and over and over again. It kept me engaged. Um, and I wish I could put my finger on exactly why. I, but, but I honestly will say I, th I think one of the failures of the game um, as far as sales go is just this is a, this is a, a genre in video games that can be a tough genre to crack. In other words getting people to care about a non-established science fiction property, like reintroducing it. I mean, if you think about it, I, I'm not sure that the original Bioshock did incredibly well. It did. Not incredibly well. I want you to pay attention to the word incredibly well. Um, maybe two or three million. And we don't hold that standard today as incredibly well. At the time. Can I say douche? <laughs> but anyway that's my top five really enjoyed the game i would encourage anybody to no, that's uh, it that's his that, only game uh, that's number five bro what did i say that's your you top said, five. that's my top five you're oh, yeah. out you're like that's it that's, pray. All, that's all i had this year that's let all me I played. take another drink to fix all that <laughs> well do it buddy are you ready for this i, I am. am my number five i put 80 hours in this game Assassin's Creed Origins. Oh, that's uh, if John you, just got a little hard. If you peruse the internet, <laughs> that's a uh, that's a common theme for one of the uh, higher ranked games for a lot of websites. I have to say, is it really? John yeah. will attest this. I'm hard on AC because I love it. Um, wait, wait. I'm like, hard like as far as a judge. Okay, like I don't. <laughs> Things that <laughs> series that I love, like like I, a judge, Sean, like yeah, a judge, like a judge. I hate <laughs> when things get repetitive and basic, especially. And that was the problem that was going on with Assassin's Creed for a while was that they were cranking things out and they would make little tiny innovations for really 
if it made sense or not. They were just doing it to give you arguably something maybe a little bit different. But really, the thing was they were just recycling the game that they had made back with Assassin's Creed 2 over and over and over again without addressing issues, without really challenging it to try new things. Um, and it got stale to a point where, you know, it finally came to a head. Uh, I would say with Assassin's Creed Unity, where you finally had this game that didn't perform very well uh, on release in, in terms of technical terms, where it kind of was so damaging that arguably Syndicate, which was a solid, fun game, even though it wasn't entirely too innovative, uh, took a hit because of it. You know, they've, they've been very honest that they saw a lot of diminished sales when they released that. Um. And I think they did the right thing. They said, you know what? We need to pull back and not do this annualized crap. And we need to put out something that challenges the genre, is respectful for fans of the series, but can bring in a whole new group of fans to the series as well. And I think they did it. They nailed it. Like, to me, this is the best open world that Ubisoft has made. Because instead of just making a little city, they made a living, breathing area. And it makes sense. Going from, I can tell the difference being in Alexandria in that game, to being in Memphis, to being in the mountains, to being in the desert. It all feels unique, and it feels interesting, and you want to explore it, and you want to dedicate time and, and learn all the little side missions uh, that are going on in each region. This is the best Assassin's Creed since 2. It's a refinement of combat. It is a refinement of storytelling on their part. Like, I think what I loved was that there is little, th there are answers to every little classic thing that goes on in Assassin's Creed that fans have wondered about forever. So hardcore people like John, especially can be pleased, but it never takes away from the actual story itself and your ability to get into it. If you're someone like our buddy Tate, who has never picked up an Assassin's Creed until now, you know, the story that they tell between this family and where it goes to, it, it plays up to the tragedies that I would expect. Um, and it kept me interested. Probably, I, I can't, there's no question. It's the most interesting character since Ezio in the series, by far. Uh, Bayak is his name, and his wife, Aya. You know, I, I enjoyed it. And I I was doing the end game challenges of this. I, I wanted to get max level so I could do end game stuff just because I wanted to see it. And it was awesome as well. So that's really dope. I really tell people if you were a fan of that series and yeah, you've been you, off of it, this is the one you need to go back and play. I, uh, we haven't talked you and I about really you playing it or, mm -hmm. or anything like that. I know you played it, um, but the sentence that you just said that it's the best since two. Did you see me look up? Cause that's my jam. And to me, it wasn't long after that game that I kind of felt the repetitive burn, yeah. you know, kind of come in from the Assassin's Creed series. But you have folks like John who did not give a F yeah. about that burn. I give like, <laughs> I enjoy black flag a good bit, but black flag, terrible. It's just <laughs> black flag is a big open area, which is like this game. But unfortunately pretty much all of it's water, it, you know, as far as what's interesting about 70% of it, it's just, sailing the sea so kind it's of kind of like the earth yeah 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 i know right <laughs> but this game you know <laughs> you get everything funny? it's kind of like it, it took a lot i would say from uh what they do with far cry where you can find distinct areas and each area works to an environment as far as what you're trying to do there and, and that's what works here 
That's nice. I mean, I did everything from getting like killing all the uh the lackey or whatever they're called, right? Uh, I you know I did that. I did. I found all the little stone circles, every little thing. And when a game is doing that, an open world game is making you hunt out all these little side things. And then when you get back to the main story, you're like, oh, this is good too. Mm-hmm. That's that's a rare place to get to. It's interesting. I I it it's uh it's very it's extremely satisfying to to have Chris have that game on his list this year because I, I tell you we 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 probably started it from different perspectives. Chris was ready for that big change. I was hopeful. Jonathan John <laughs> John was was um looking forward to more Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. period cuz I never uh, you know I think I thought um I thought I, you and I are disagreement over because I think there's been gradual, consistent changes over the years. Sure. I thought I thought I thought Syndicate was a was a big departure from the things they've done before. Um, point being is, it, it took me a, a little while to get to start to embrace the new mechanics of mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed Origins, but I'm with you there, hundred percent. It's uh, did it crack your top five? I think is what everybody's <clears throat> kind of wondering. Yeah. Wow. One would have to wait and well, see. Well, no, that's unless we just oh. did the we said the oh is that your oh oh oh, oh. I remember what we said if if we're if not if it's oh on, I guess no it didn't oh okay no it didn't crack it didn't crack it but pray did pray I'm I'm completely I'm actually shocked I know right I'm now. I'm calling Ubisoft and telling him revoke the fan membership right now uh burn his Ezio fan club card you got one of those. No, <laughs> it was a black card. There's a few and now reasons. he's gone downgrade. It's, it's not a knock on the game at all. It's it's just a it's just kind of a consideration of where I'm at in the game. I don't know. You haven't finished, right? The main story. No. Yeah. You no. got to see where it goes. In fact, it I abandoned really... I, I abandoned the main story for a few weeks and, and then I didn't really touch it for a few weeks during the holiday. Now I have the Xbox one X so I can sort of play it with that better draw distance in the background. So I'm looking forward to jumping back into it. I, I beg you to touch it throughout the holiday. But you didn't. <clears throat> what? I begged you to touch it without <laughs> throughout the holiday. Uh, Sean, what's your number four game? <laughs> My number four game is a standalone expansion to the Uncharted universe. Not it fair. Just why, kidding. Why is it I'm not? Kidding. Disqualified. I'm kidding. No, we're kidding. It's not. Hey, I will fucking. Hey, hey, hey. Drunk Sean's like, I can't take a joke right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love this game. It, not everybody liked it. I what think was the name it, of it again? Uncharted: The Lost Legacy. Thank you. You're welcome. Coming in at number four on on Sean's list for 2017. Penny's looking. At I cabinet. loved it because uh, one of my favorite characters, um, even in the Uncharted games, was Chloe Frazier. I loved mm-hmm. her. So this game kind of. Bet you did. I did. I lo- that until, was that until, was probably why two was my favorite. Until I've ruined the uh, the what I. I looked up who the voice actress was, and no shot at her. She just doesn't look as good as Chloe Frazier. Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm just... Yes, I, oh, vain. I can say that. It's the truth. Um, and it actually made me like Nadine more, mm. which I did not expect. It was a pleasant surprise, and the villain was a great villain. Uh, it captured everything that Uncharted, the the games you're used to playing, what it, what it does to you, but for me, this one... I don't know. I don't know if I was excited because Nathan Drake was not in it. I don't know if I was um, skeptical because he wasn't in it. You know how like when you go into a movie and you're expecting it to suck and then it comes out and you're like, that was actually a really fun ride. Maybe that's what Uncharted did to me, but I, I really, really like this game. So 
I was very happy to play it. Uh, and yeah, at some gonna, point I'm going to get to it. Well, yeah, you had it for a couple of weeks, but I ended up trading it in. So I can't remember what what I was playing at the time. I think it was well, Assassin's Creed. Might have been. Uh, I don't know. There was something on your Xbox. I can't remember why, but you were doing something. Cuphead? Maybe. Possibly. Yeah. Maybe. Could have been. Yeah. Been a while. Been a while. It's on my list, too. I um, Is it? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Well, John, speaking of lists, what's number four on your list? Number four is See Resident Evil 7. Huh? Yeah. I'm glad I, that made it. Yeah. I, I just... I, I It came... What was it? January, I think, is when it came out. So it's it's it stayed it stayed in my consciousness that whole time. Just the just probably aside from the Outlast series, um, it's probably the most terrifying. Um, at least for six to seven hours, I've I've experienced in a game that that house with that family captured everything you loved in the horror genre. You know. Going back to the original Resident Evil game, the house looked very similar. It had this, a lot of the same functionalities mechanically. The family reminded you of the classic uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre scene where they're sitting around the dinner table. It was frightening. It was just messed up to the most delicious degree. Um, giving your... Go ahead. What? What's that movie with Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase? Where he plays the judge. Oh shoot! The um, was it a creepier? The frightener. Than the frightener. Uh, no, no, it's not it. I can't. I just remember Tupac's in it too. Oh, um, because yeah. more or not more stay, but um, <clears throat> what's her name? Digital Undergrounder in that movie at the end. Uh, but is it scarier than that? I I I don't think that I've ever seen that movie. Really? I <gasps> thought that was a comedy, dude. It is. But okay, so wait, <laughs> John. Look, he's very creepy, and so is okay. John Candy in that movie. But no, it's every bit as as scary as as um, it's just it's like a it's a it's a reboot, but it's still a sequel. I actually with uh, with my money I traded in, I got the season pass, so I'm looking forward to diving into the season pass, mm. the, the found footage stuff, the um, the what the and actually the the expansion of Chris Chris Redfield's not a hero expansion DLC I think was free, mm. but um, just a good solid survival horror game and a literally survival horror game because um the ammo the weapons you have everything is uh limit um limited Limited. in the game um terrifying spooky atmospheric everything you want a survival horror game for sure tap natch tap natch that was on me i don't know where are we at four um i've already done four yeah i've already done four well, so I moving on to three, four. four. I had to think very long and hard about my number four game. I I, I plugged a f- couple of games this week in this slot. <laughs> like it's a lineup, dude. I just wrote it down five minutes before I got here. Well, you know, some of us. <laughs> I'm kidding. Standards. I'm kidding. Number four. I just copied the internet. There you go. <laughs> Sounds like it. No. <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn. That's nice. Yeah, had to do it. Had to That's do a, it. It's a game that was really high on my radar going into 2017. Some would say it was one of your most anticipated <laughs> games, and it wasn't on my list. I seem to remember. Ooh. Yeah, John, would that also be on your list? Well, yes, yes, it would be on my list. 
Do you have a number for it? Yes, it's coming in at number two, actually. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, yeah. As much as I love Assassin's Creed, the best open world game I played this year in terms of an action game is Horizon Zero Dawn. One, really? That is the best looking game I've seen, <laughs> I think, this generation, especially on the PS4 Pro. There's no question about it. Like, Uncharted looks great, but Uncharted is kind of, you know, Uncharted. isolated levels. So yeah. you, you get this. But the, consider this is like an open world game. With all these AI robots going around, it is crazy how Why good this game is. I played looks. this game, dude. That's uh, really sick. It has some of the best enemy AI. Like every ro- every creature set of creature feels unique, feels like it has its own independent things that takes that make it work. And as far as weaknesses and, and also um, advantages, and you have to respect that. Uh, and you need to also respect that there are other. When you're hunting one of these bigger ones, that there are other little smaller ones probably nearby. And if you aren't careful, you're going to get yourself into just a chaos situation where five different types of dinosaur are trying to kill you at once and you just want to survive. The world is just beautiful to explore. Uh, The side quest, the way it sets up, um, the way... It handles that you never you know what really matters and you know what is optional and that's a very nice take i like about a game where it's like look here's the thing if you want to do it it's there but here are the things you don't want to miss that's what i love about a video game it's like when it tells you that so i know let me go off and explore these things because the side stories honestly they start as little small encounters but they build up to these wonderful threads where you just meet interesting characters and are solving a lot of diverse problems in the world. You, you feel like as al- alloy, alloy, alloy. Yeah, you feel like you are truly making your mark on this world, and that's a cool perspective. Plus, the game's got Lance Riddick. I love Lance Riddick. Ever since I saw him lost the first time, he's just got a cool voice. Yeah. You should buy Lincoln because I'm Lance Riddick. That's I mean, how he talks. He's in the dude from uh, Destiny Two and Destiny. You know, deep I mean, voice. Th- think about what it does. He was also yeah. in another HBO show. Yeah, he's, oh yeah, for, um, yeah, The Wire. Yeah, he was. The you man. should investigate this crime, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget Fringe. Yeah, and and just I mean, think about what this game does. It drops you in a world. In a world. That in is, a world that is that that is completely tribalistic. Going back to pretty much the bronze. Sorry, stop that. Going back to the Bronze Age, but here's the here, here's the kicker: surrounding your world is a bunch of robotic dinosaurs. Yeah, and you're in there going. I mean, th- one of the things that draws you in is because you want to freaking know why there's robotic dinosaurs in mm-hmm. this world, and you learn early on that there's something interesting about Aloy, and it just it 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 hits you at every tick to keep you interested going forward because it reveals something new to you every few hours. As long as when you're playing the story, it's like, well, it it just, I mean, I mean, you're hunting robotic dinosaurs (laughs) with a bow and arrow. And that's, and that's one one clear thing. It's one of the, it's one of the, it's one of the finest iterations of a bow and arrow mechanic I've ever played. I agree with that. It's hard to do. I agree with that. It was, I mean, Assassin's Creed Origins was, was fine because, you know, you had, you could rely heavily on a bow and arrow, but this one is just, Take notes, Ubisoft. 
Because this this had it down. Yeah. I think in you even way. said that it was better than how Link shoots a bow. Just oh, knowing sure. like you can do yeah, absolutely. You had the sniper bow. You had the kind that would cause uh, different types of radial effects. Yep. You know, like where you could use fire, poison, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it's awesome. Like the amount of strategy you can do in that game. If you want to be the guy who goes balls to the wall and goes right in there, you could technically do it as long as you execute. Yeah. On the other hand, if you want to be someone who's stealthy and set up things, you can. You can be good until the T-Rex turns around and stares at you, and then you know you better run really freaking quick. Yeah. For the purpose of a sequel, I'd love for them to iterate on the melee mechanics a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's the one thing. That was the one thing. That was the one thing. I agree with you on that. Yeah. Good stuff. Sean, what's your number three? Destiny 2. Ooh! Yeah. yeah. Had to put it there. But everyone hates it now. It's terrible. They don't They don't hate it now. Uh, they just want it to get right. Yeah, get good. <laughs> and when it when it tightens back up and, and they've promised that it's going to be back right. So I had to put this at number three and higher because when it came out, it got the boys back together. It got us all playing a game that we spent hundreds of hours playing the first, you know, the first round of it. And that's not an easy task. It's not. And it got us it got us back in dedicating night after night after night to get our characters at a point learning this new story. Um and then getting ready for the raid that was probably the best raid ever, if I had to wow. say. Um, it just was it was amazing to learn that raid together. Um, it was also cool to see the developers watch people the first night the raid was released, you know, going through it and being happy that the people are learning exactly pay. what to do in that raid and actually beat it. So um, I really I want the expansion, the Osiris expansion to tighten up. I want everything to be right because we do even us playing Fortnite. You've mentioned that we've been playing that we want to go back to destiny. I think like they needed this, right? Like Bungie needed to know, look, we understand your company and you're doing this, but we just aren't going to take this nickel and dime thing where you recycle things and tell us that it's worth us paying 15 bucks to you. They just, you guys should ask for more yeah and you should expect for more and if you're not getting it you should tell them that because when when you're when you shoot a gun in destiny it feels good i agree uh when you swing a knife at somebody and the sound that you hear on that person it sounds Uh like it's supposed to when you get hit your controller rumbles it feels right like they do all that stuff so good um, you do that also. You do that so good. That's so good. <laughs> I love put that, you. Put that knife on me. Yeah. Um, I just it it is irritating to a degree, but they you also have think about how much they that the good times you have had with Destiny One and now Destiny Two. I I'm at kind of a impartial state when it comes to. I'm not gonna be mad at them. Fix it. Right now, I got other stuff going on, but just fix it because I want to play fix Destiny. It. Yeah, F- fix it. Fix it. <laughs> John, what's your number? We already know uh, your we already knew it's two and four, right? Or two and five? Two, four, and five? Yeah. Same same with me. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> keep track. And I, I should I should it I, I should specify on any given day, these games might move different spots on the oh, list. Oh, no doubt. I mean I think Chris has probably solidified it and laminated it. You and me, not so much. And put it in a lockbox. There was one change stuff. on the list in the last twenty four hours. What? What what there was. I heard I did I would hear love to know at the end, but I, d- I heard that you literally had like a you know, a coach's playbook sheet. <laughs> I would <ready>. tell <laughs> Or as the, the president's Look, football or something. I came yeah. in and I had a starting quarterback. Yeah. He didn't perform in the first half. Had to bring in yeah, the freshman. I said, Hey, look, I've got this top freshman. He's coming in. <laughs> We'll call him Tua. I uh, 
<laughs> Coming in at number three uh, for me was Wolfenstein Two. Uh, mm. As well, it should be. I I'm sure that might be predictable in many in many but ways. This is the one game, dude, that pained me not to put it in my top five. Yeah, I, understand. I, I I totally respect everything I've read about Wolfenstein. Is is I'll say this. I expected that to be your number one in a way. I did too. Yeah, we did too. Yeah, I know how much I could, you, I could see it being number one. Yeah, I, you know, but I, I now know what number one is. Yeah, you do not know what number one so John, is. John, I do. John, why don't you tell us why you hate Nazis and you love to hunt them? Well, that's my that's my Wolfenstein voice I did on the podcast. It's, a couple uh, ago. how should I put it? Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein 2 masters the balance. There you go. <laughs> Wolfenstein. It masters the balance between being irreverent mm-hmm. and respectful at this in the same vein. And that's not that's not easy. That's not easy. I think Wolf, the, I think the Wolfenstein the New Order was more irreverent than it was sentimental. This one Fair. really really just grabs that balance. Um and I think I think hands down, um, aside from games like Edith Finch, things like that, it is the best narrative um, by far um, in a game this year. Yeah, taking into account all the other thing, all the other mechanics, shooting, action, all that stuff you have to put into a game like John, this. What? That's NBA Two K Eight. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Understood. First off, one, I like that you brought up Edith. Two, if that's not on your list, Chris, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Those are. We're good. We're good, guys. Cool. Audio's still going. Yeah, I, don't I know can't what just hear happened. it. I can't hear it. It does look like it went away for a minute, but that's because we got quiet. Yeah, yeah. Because we panicked because our headphones went out. But Three, it took two pause. It took uh, <laughs> it took BJ Blazkowicz's world and just opened it up even further. You get to know a little bit about what motivates this character. Ooh, daddy issues. Although I <laughs> although I think it could have done a little bit better on that front. It gives you some insight into his past, what drives him, why he is the way he is. And not only that, the best uh, cast of characters, I mean, straight from a Tarantino movie. It just really... For sure. It's just really just a wide array of eccentric people. Um, really, ca- I mean, the dialogue, the scenes. Like, there's this one scene where he actually meets up uh, with that resistance group. Um, and there's... and they uh, With the and Reverend? It, with the Reverend. And there's the... Uh, there's this there's this woman just the dialogue really just captures comedy just perfectly um the woman with the sniper rifle in that scene she goes streets are clear wait boom <laughs> yep clear <laughs> you know just 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 perfect creative dialogue in this in this almost I almost said movie I, I loved meeting those characters because I was wondering you know yeah. I knew he was supposed to be a preacher and all that and I was like but is he, are they going to capture New Orleans correctly when they meet him? And it's like, yeah, yeah. they got this down. Yeah. They got this down. Pat. And they, they got they got so many. They got so many for a for a post-apocalyptic World War Two flick. I keep calling it a flick game. Um, they did an excellent job with um, the diversity of the cast. For sure. Um, and just really uh, from the opening moments where you are you are completely incapacitated rolling around shooting Nazis in a wheelchair and you're so BA that they can't kill you. 
<laughs> you are in a wheelchair and you're killing everybody in sight. Just, just a just a blast from beginning to end. Not to a mention, blast it would be just a exactly, BJ Blaskovich. It would be a crime for me not to mention one of the best villains since I think you and I would agree, yeah. Voss from Far Cry Three. What's the she's definition just, of insanity? This woman. This woman. She just <laughs> she's a sadist and she she uses sexuality in such a disgusting even the way she she treats her daughter way. absolutely oh, you did it again yeah yeah we're fine i don't as know what's this happening. recording yeah, but yeah recording. this this is just fun beginning to end i would 100 percent recommend this to anybody i don't know why we're shorting here and on top of that it's a tr- it's a tremendous shooter it's an amazing shooter yeah um, of the first person variety of the first person variety i have to sure. respect like there's something about mary ah that's what it is. Good. You, you puppy, you lying on things. That's what's making noises or lack of noises. I should say, um, I respect this game because I think it does a great job of showing the potential horrors, maybe even more so than uh, man in the iron or the high castle, which is solid show like yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I think this kind of depicts just how bad something like this would have been had, the Nazis won and took over and just from, you know, the way they treat the KKK to the idea of there being these sanctuary or the not sanctuary cities, but these cities that are boarded up and, and kind of just transformed into ghettos Mm -hmm. and the chaos that ensues within them. And and you, people just don't think about that. You know, we, we know the Nazis of course were an evil regime and, and they were probably the greatest threat of the last, hundred years but this actually kind of shows you every worst fear that you would expect had they won and and that's a powerful thing like most people wouldn't take that risk in a video game a video game because it would turn people off people wouldn't want to buy that game they want to put something out there that just lets you be the gun-ho hero and i don't know why i haven't played that game either why haven't you you played horizon because you want to hunt nazis it's your fault john yeah i know it's your fault but no. this, but it's it's funny. A lot of people were complaining even before the game was released that this that they were getting the impression that this game was not saying something in no, light of it everything. It says something, <laughs> but it, it says something, but um, it uh, it doesn't it doesn't cater to the whims of what people might want it. to Yeah, say. I, I agree. And I think had it catered to those whims, it would have been a it wouldn't have been a good as good of a game. It would have been bogged down by. I want a game that's honest. Yeah, and doesn't care what you think. It's exactly. like here. Here is what I think of the world. Be what it may, and here's the perspective I'm offering. I can't believe Metroid didn't make your your list. <laughs> That's <laughs> number one. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, Metroid. Because at this point, for John, we know everything but one. Yeah, we are. In, uh, look, we all knew before we started. No, this no, one no. Was number one. He's got a possible Zelda. He's got a possible Dishonored. I, I don't. Dishonored was. Oh uh, yeah, I guess he could do it with that. Yeah. Cheap out. It's not a cheap out. <laughs> It's a great game. That was a terrific game. I'm sure it is. He, I have it. Metroid, <laughs> and, and for me, Metroid hasn't been talked about. He tried to move mountains to get that game. Yeah. I can only imagine. And people are saying it's great, John. Yeah. Best handheld game of the year. My number three game is. Number three? Yeah. Oh, that we, was your number three. We know oh, his two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My number three is. Are you ready for this? Cuphead. Super Mario. Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Number three? Number three. Super Mario Odyssey. 
You know, at John's one point, starting to realize at, something. At, no, at one point, at one point, it this was been. this was number one. It may, it may have been. This, they but, will never but, know that, John. Before an official list, this was number one. It could. You know what? Until the judges finalize the official result, everything's unofficial. <laughs> well, by default, yes. By yes. definition, it's sixty-two degrees outside, partly cloudy, according to my Apple Watch. They're my first smartwatch. Yeah, I remember when technology showed up. Look, my phone says that <laughs> along with my computer. Oh, and the thermometer. Yeah. Like literally I could, Penny could walk outside and tell me what the temperature is. She's a very smart dog. Anyways. Yes. Yeah, Super Mario Odyssey. By far the best game released on a Nintendo console in what was a pretty good year for exclusives for the console. If you ask me, I have to say. I bought this console. I was going to buy this console no matter what to play this game at some point. Yeah. The other ones, another game made me pull the trigger earlier, and I don't regret that choice. I had a lot of fun with Zelda. But this was the game that I came for. And I have to say, it's the best Mario game easily since Super Mario Galaxy or one or two. Take your pick. Both. I kind of group them together. Uh, It features the best level of Mario I've ever played which one is that for you uh the end of new donk city right 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 <laughs> that song playing and in I, that I, happening I will, and i will never spoil that for people ever it is we cannot it is the best send up to if you just love mario it i don't is, know how you don't play that and just play it with a freaking smile on your face i don't the know whole time. i don't know how uh and this is my number one game i'm just gonna go ahead and say oh, okay yeah. oh dang um i don't know how I wanted to go do it again. Right? Like, right away. I mean, the, the song and... Oh, God. The song. This, you got to do all these things. Game yet, yeah, you? you have to do I, all these things to get to... I started it. When you get to the end of this, it, it, it just feels perfect. And you're like, that's the end of the game. Nope. You've got another three, four levels. Yeah. And once you beat all that, you there's go back still, and you got all these other things to unlock. Yeah. It is amazing how much there is to do in it, this game. There's so much content in this game. Uh, you can squeeze by each level. Yes. By kind of just getting what you need to move on. It's that, I mean, it brings that Metroidvania where you're you're sitting there and you look and you go, I can't get to those right now. I can't get to How that. How do I get to those later? Yeah, I'm going to come back and I'm going to get those because yeah. I know there's something that's holding me back for now and I will get there. Uh, you can be a freaking T-Rex in this game. Yeah, and can. then five minutes later, you can be a tree. Mario can be a tree in this game. <laughs> What other game allows you to be a tree that just walks around and be like, hey, I'm a tree. You can be a tank. Go to Stanford. You, uh, you can be a rocket. Yes. You can be on a scooter getting chased by a Tyrannosaurus exactly. Rex. You can be a ball of fire going across a <laughs> you know, lava lake. It is amazing the, the various things. You can be a freaking uh, tiki statue that walks away with some shades on, and then whenever you want to, you stop and you press the button and it goes, shades. And yeah. the shades come down, and you can see hidden things. Come on, who thinks of this stuff? Their their level of creativity when it comes to platformers. No one else is on this level. I Ever. love Raymond. Raymond's great. Yeah, I love a lot of the two D stuff. You know, Ori and the Blind Forest, and of course, that's more you know, of course, Metroidvania style and all that, and that's cool. And those are great. And you know, Cuphead, solid boss level type game, but that game is just <laughs> god it's master class it's like literally you know you see those advertisements when uh you're on youtube and gordon ramsey's like no one can have power 
you can't buy a pallet, but you can educate one. And then he's like, this is my master class. This, that's what this is for Nintendo. I it's see, a master class. I see the okay? dead mouse master classes. And F him. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm on, on that one. I want the scrolls. Dude, the, the, <laughs> the ability to little things that they added like uh, for your ship. Right. Your, yes. your Odyssey able to get little trinkets to put in there and stickers on the side of it. Is that what you were going to talk about? Yeah. Well, I mean, you can you can have a shirt off Mario. Yes. He can just run around. He's like, hey, I'm going to the beach today. What up? I'm Mario. There's classic costumes they give him. Uh, there's some there's one. Uh, I believe it's for New Donk. That is is really cool. How yes, they did yeah. it. Uh, it's it's amazing. Uh, and each level has as their own currency. To only get things from that level, um, but you also are collecting your coins. So each level has in that same shop a way to to spend your other money on stuff that you can mm-hmm. get every time you go to one of these shops. It's so cool to find the secrets that you're just panning around on your camera and you go, "Oh, there's a there's a moon there. I can get that moon. How do I get that moon?" Uh, th- there's a snow level. Yeah, that the the way the feet sound if you have headphones on or even coming through your switch holding it. The way they captured that foot hitting that snow, it's, mm-hmm. it's the audio is great. I mean, it's 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 classic Mario, and, and for me growing up, Nintendo was Mario. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't Castlevania or Metroid or, or really Zelda? even Zelda. Yeah. It was it was Mario. Everything about my Nintendo and my youth was Mario. So when I got this, uh, I didn't. I was more excited for Zelda, and you know, Zelda made me buy the system. Uh, but playing Mario, it like you said, it's it that level. Sure, yeah. The whole game, you're smiling and having fun. It's, Zelda, it's, yeah, it's awesome. Zelda's a solid game, and um, totally recommend it if you like the series. But yes, this felt like, like I said, this feels like master class. Yeah, I mean, just the idea that of how easily it can go back and forth between a 2D and 3D platformer. Um, <laughs> so f- in that basically it's amazing you have multiple ways to execute things you don't have yeah. to take the 2d 2d route if you know the controls and can can execute basically yeah. you know and that's that's impressive well i want you to uh, i want you to pay attention to this phrase mario mm-hmm. is the only game that i can think of that can get away with that much creativity sure and that might be a weird statement to say, but the reason it does is because from the get-go back in 1984 or whenever the game came out, mm-hmm. you had from the beginning a plumber visiting a mushroom kingdom where you get big, big yeah. mushrooms. I mean, yeah, but the so foundation was but laid. The, yeah. But the thing is, there there was no foundation laid. No, I'm saying and that that's was, the beauty of yeah. it. There is no foundation because you can do anything you want in a Mario game as a designer and you don't have to explain it to the audience. Yeah. The, the only so plot you can to do, this. Like, let's, let's uh, make him turn into a cannon. Yeah. Try that with, with another franchise. No, dude, it's you not, can't, you can't get away with it. That's the beauty and the poetry yeah. of Super a good, Mario. Brothers. A good analogy. Yeah, you're right. It's not like star Wars. Like, the fans no are rules. yeah there's no fan there's no confinement there's never going to be a fan who goes like well that's that's not my mario that's not, that, that's that's not, not allowed canon. No. that's not yeah. canon and we've we've proven that's not the case with all things <laughs> yeah. and i think if we did it like for instance with zelda there would always be backlash i agree with you on these things like that that's true like we have an idea of what it is the only idea that they present to you is that bowser apparently is putting together a wedding <laughs> Well, the sim- <laughs> which, the which would be great game. DLC if they came up with a prequel for that opening act. Yeah, the, the yeah. simplistic thing they gave you in this Mario was the ability for Mario to throw his hat. That's all you gotta do. That's it. 
That's the simple idea that yeah. they come up with first mm-hmm. that opens up the entire can that you just talked about. So yeah. I will I love this game. I don't know how the heck they're going to ever top this. And I'll, I'll go on record and say this. Everybody if they, says that, you know, if they the make consideration, if they just make a direct sequel to this, this would get me to go buy another switch. It's off the chain. It would, it would bring me back. I, I, I would gladly throw away money just to play that again and then say, okay, let's trade this back. in. It's well, this so is good. not a knock against Mario, but mm-hmm. it's, it's Mario is always the last property that makes me flock to the, to Nintendo. It always has been. I don't play Galaxy right out the gate. I don't. There's, there's no. The only <laughs> Mario game I played right out the gate was uh, Super Mario 3D World. It's because you don't dream. But when you, <laughs> but when you play them, you always like them. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's the one. It's the one. It's the one franchise that makes me go. This is why Nintendo is Nintendo. As someone once said, uh, back in the oh. day. Nobody, nobody does it like Nintendo. Sure, does. nobody does it. Did you hear that they are bringing Mario Maker? Oh. I did not hear that. What? Uh, troll. Troll alert. Troll alert. Troll, troll alert. alert. <laughs> well, cool. It would be a great fit. Yeah. Well, Sean, I think you're the only one of us who hasn't said their number two game. Yeah, it's Zelda. So hopefully that leads into some <laughs> okay. money. And the only reason Zelda's number two for me. Uh, John, would that be your number one? That would be my number one. Good. Oh. So I'm going to be quick so you can All take right, over. Yeah. I just haven't put enough time in to complete Zelda to to see the entire story out. But what I've put into this game, it it is a reason to buy a Switch and own it and then buy Mario Kart and Mario Odyssey and mm-hmm. Splatoon uh, and hopefully have fun with it. Because this game, you can... How many hours did you put into it? About 90. About 90. John, how many did you put into it? 130 so far. Uh, Mike, friend of the show, Ryan Leaf, he put in over 100. He got every Korok seed. Uh, Mike Slade has put in hours in it. And you, I get lost just just roaming. I don't care about beating the story. I'm having fun in in the broken down place that is Hyrule that is beautiful. Yeah. And there's never been a better looking link. So without further ado, that was my number two. You've heard my number one. And now let's see what these boys bring to You've the table. You've already said your two, right? Yeah, Horizon was number yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. So this is, you want to go. Yeah. Uh, Do Breath, it. Breath of the Wild is my number one. Uh, it is... It is the pinnacle to me. It is the to me. It is the pinnacle achievement of Nintendo. Oh, um, there's something to be said about an open world game. And I'll, I'll, full disclosure, I have not finished this game. The reason I haven't finished this game is because it's too freaking good. Yes, hmm. I can I, finish I can... this game right now when I get home. I don't want to though. But it's just. Uh, <laughs> I finished this game. You, you I have, there's, there's something that you have to. There's something about a game where you set out on a goal, and then you get distracted and make another goal. Squirrel. For sure. Then you get distracted and make another goal. Two hours later, you can't remember what you were supposed to do in the first place. Mm-hmm. Temples. But every time you get distracted, that distraction gets rewarded. Yeah. By something. Let's call it Assassin's and Creed. And, and it's one of it's one of it's one of the few games that I've personally played. That, and this is so rare for Nintendo. Uh, it's a it's a game that tells you yes far more than it ever tells you no. If you think you might be able to do something in the game, chances are you can do it. Yeah, for sure. That mountain you want to climb it, go ahead. 
something does that burn over there yeah, well it yes it does what happens if i if i cut that woman's flowers down well she gets ticked off the biggest <laughs> there's um, so much intricacy and everything just works together like a puzzle it, breath of the wild is poetry in motion mm. it is beautiful simple. the music is beautiful the the change in the night today mm-hmm. uh the things that come out that they're just different the the threat of of danger, the 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 thrill of exploration, um, the the way it looks, the adventure. It's yeah, great aesthetic. It's it's they did an amazing job with this game, and I, at the same time, you you can call it minimalist in its mm-hmm. design. Yeah, for sure. And and like I, but the, you don't even notice because it's so well designed. I noticed. But that- <laughs> I was just like, oh, they're going for a minimalist thing here. Cool. Um, but <laughs> anyways, now the biggest uh, props I can give to is I remember like for a number of years, everyone was coming back and saying, you know, as as the complaints kind of got lobbied. Yes, there's the diehards like John here. They play everything and they love Zelda, you know, and that's fine. But then there were the other ones who wanted something more. And, and the big thing that always came back was like they need to be like Elder Scrolls. They need to make this thing. And to their credit, they managed to do it. Like, you know, they took all the parts that apply to that could apply to Zelda well from Elder Scrolls and they incorporated them in, which is that it's a game that makes you, as you said, like you want to go look at a hill and say what's on the other side of it. Like you're not playing necessarily for one plot point. You're playing for the journey itself and to go see what the possibilities are something over there can bring you and then on top of that it's given you a bunch of subsystems with no really hardcore explanation as to like definitive this is the way this works and this is the way it is and that's it and it can never be another thing it gives you a bunch of tools and says be what you may figure it out see what you can do with it and like that's what people love about those elder scrolls games this definitely took it and then on top of that it said you know what Here's like a hundred and something temples or yeah. Well, I mean, basically little mini temples to, to figure out, you know, instead of just figuring out six set of puzzles in large environments, here is instead, you know, many things that all feel unique and challenging in their own right. And feel rewarding every time you beat something you feel like oh yeah, you when, get that you get that. Aha. I did it. You know, moment every time you beat one of those when well, you, you, when you beat Lionel <laughs> Richie, no, the, the line. Uh, are they Lionels? Uh, Hello. Yeah, that's right, Lionel. Yeah. Easy it's like Sunday morning. <laughs> I want to make that a mod in this game, right? <laughs> well, to me, the, the 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 best part of of that game coming out was the group of us going to lunch, and then Jeff would tell you a story about what he exactly. found, and you would tell exactly. me a story. It was always different. Nobody had the same story. And to your point about uh, the Elder Scrolls series, things like things like that, people. People for years were clamoring for Nintendo to do something like Elder Scrolls, and I think Chris, I think yeah. Chris would fundamentally disagree with this point. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you, most industry people would tell you that Nintendo took that advice, but they made it. And when they when it came out, now the Todd Howards of the world are going. Now we need to take notes and do things like breath of the wild yeah did. yeah I would, I would now chris dis- dis- disagree I, I, I don't I know but fundamentally the industry i think you would acknowledge at least that the industry as a whole believes yeah i think that they, sentiment that that the open world the, games of yore yeah now yeah. need to look at breath of the wild and go what did they do that sure. really changed the game listen i have 
small issues with the game. Like, I don't think it tells a great main story or anything like that. What? But at the same time, I think that's the point of it is that that story is just a catalyst. It's more about, like I said, it's what? about making your own thing. Like, like think about how the story works. So the story works is I'm not going to spoil go, it. Yeah. But. You go to various areas and you kind of get broken pieces. Then you have to find these memories that are in very specific isolated areas yeah, throughout you, the world and are given no order or context. But you don't have to find those memories. No, exactly. You don't have to. Like, they're not hardcore about telling you a definitive story because, like I said, to them, and, and this is true kind of Elder Scrolls in a way, too, the the journey is the story. You make your own story. That battle with the Lionel on top of the mountain that you don't you ever barely, have to do him. Yeah. But you went and you did it and you barely yeah. pulled it out or you went to the middle of the <laughs> maze. Oh, what? You Those, knew it was coming. You knew. <laughs> you knew. The uh, the large mazes on the corners of the world, going through those and solving those puzzles, like those are memorable moments, you know. And that's that's impressive, uh, as far as I think. Like, and you know, yeah, not the best story I think of the year in my opinion, but it works, it holds up, and it's it it services. And I, I guess that's probably the one big knock is like I wish. The story had dragged me in a little bit more. Um, but when you're I, emotionless. When I, when I beat it, I was like, okay. That's you're emotionless and you but hate Zelda. Like I, the, the lady. Uh, it's the best Zelda. I will, I've said this and I, I have no problem saying is the best Zelda since Wind Waker. There's just no question about that. I don't have a problem saying that. Yeah. I know John really likes Skyward Sword. I, I checked out of the series of Skyward Sword and I kind of hate that I did. Let me but, tell you, yeah. I, I mean, if you got time for it, it's very quick. The reason the okay. reason I love Skyward Sword so much is one, I think it's to your point about story. It's the best story, mm, that's uh, fair. Narratively, did that, that the series did ever not. did. But but from a sentimental point of view, me and Clarissa uh, spent our first Thanksgiving together that yeah, year. You did. Wait, yeah, we what? did. Yeah, um, <laughs> we did. And I yeah. bought a copy of. Did you it. say we? <laughs> Sean said, "Yeah, we did." I bought a copy of it. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I bought a copy of it. I bought her a copy of it. She put it in her Wii. I put it in my Wii. Yeah, you did. Is that <laughs> and, what you call it? And we spent Thanksgiving. Did you? Home, did you waggle it? No. <laughs> did you get the gold edition? It was one to one motion control oh. with the gold. Uh, yeah, I got the remote. That's yeah. a, that did you good. shoot so, your bow and arrow? I true? would love. I'm going to finish this if it kills you. <laughs> but uh, we played that game together in the same room. During Thanksgiving. Back to back. So, I mean, we, no, but, but, um, it's just, that game's special. Mm. And I like that. I like that you so, shared that. You know, it's just. People go through that. I mean, sometimes a moment happens and it really doesn't matter what the rest of the world it's thinks. Like Greg, That's your thing. Yeah. It's like Greg Miller and, um. Yeah. 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 It's uh, just like what's that. The, <laughs> what's that superhero game he played? Injustice? Uh, Superman? No. Oh, you know Infamous. Infamous. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a great game, by the way. Yeah, I mean, everyone goes through life experiences. Like, there have been people... There was someone I remember who said, like, the reason why they have such an attachment to Fallout New Vegas is that they had broken up with a girlfriend. And basically, that's how they got over the depression was they just put all their soul into Fallout New Vegas for about 300 hours. Yeah. And and it sometimes... (laughs) it works. Sometimes it bees like that, yo. So... Ah, Has it come to this? Yeah. Is it time? Does everybody do everyone? All I know is, all right, for Chris, we haven't heard Cuphead from his mouth. Really? Yeah. Uh, We haven't heard Zelda, which now I'm going to. That was at one point in the top five. It got cut. And I would say now it's number six. That was one of your tough ones? It was. It was. I had a very hard talk with myself about (laughs) Zelda. 
And that's why the neighbor moved out. And I have to say, the thing that pushed out was that I read comments about someone that John and I both have read at some point that I well respect. Um, and you I was like, and me and him you. were like, yeah, I was like, wow, me and him actually have some shared points on that. And then I kind of went back and I thought about Horizon. And I was like, I can't leave that off. That's got to be on my they list. They could both be on. I, yeah. You know, you and me both, we platinum that game this year. Exactly. I was like, how do I not put that on there? You know, you platinum Horizon? Yeah. I owe. Yeah. The most anticipated game of 2017, owe, John. Yeah. yeah. The know, game to play. And right. The, and the reason my Breath of the Wild gameplay got derailed was because of a, of a damaged switch. Yeah. So in the meantime, while that was being fixed, I I dove into Horizon. And that's kind of why I stopped playing Zelda 2, so I wouldn't leave you too far. Thanks, <laughs> You're a good friend. But yeah. 11th, though, you may be. So we haven't heard Cuphead. What's some other Chris games this year? Uh, Watch him have played like Yakuza. That'd be ne- hilarious. Neo was big on his list for uh, a while. The Divine in no. too many original. I, mean, he likes I liked it, but, it, but yeah, yeah. No. that's a that's a good looking game, dude. It but is I, a very look. I I, well, I really wanted to put Dishonored this the expansion this year on my list. That yeah. was technically I, a standalone. I had a bunch, yeah, I like, wanted to put Origins on my list. I wanted to put Mario Rabbids on my list. I want to put Wolfenstein on mine. Yeah. I wanted to put Pyre on mine. But oh yeah, for sure. My favorite game happen. that I just haven't played enough of was mm-hmm. Sniper Elite Four. Yeah, you were big on that game. Dude, that game. You still got it? Yeah, when I sit down and play it, I, I go all in. Like, I'm crawling <laughs> to kill people. I want to I want to get the trophies on the levels. It's. I'd like to get a hold of this. It's Hellblade Senua? Right. I, mean, I was wondering. Yeah. yeah. That's, what you, I was like, what's it? It's a different kind of game for me. It, it's it, an impressive it, game. It mattered to me for so many different reasons. Yeah. But I. It made me. It, it, Not it, it, connect, it. it connected me with. Uh, mental illness in a way that I never thought I could be connected to. John thought everyone was fine and perfect. He didn't realize <laughs> he there were problems in the world. Uh, you also, um, you mentioned Edith Finch. That's that's big. on. I oh, I love that game. I, I mentioned it. earlier, I, like uh, I know you don't technically call it a game. It's more of a narrative that you kind of explore in. Uh, but it was, if you if you go look at the websites like your polygons and things of the world, it's it's up there. Early uh, over the break, I, I got, you know, because it's free on PlayStation Plus, I got into Batman uh, the Telltale. with Telltale. That game is good. Is it? Like, well, I played the opening, uh, I was like, God, this is the most Batman-y thing I've played in a video <laughs> Batman-y. game. It's free on PlayStation <laughs> yes, this go, month. Please, people, go get that um, game. If you're looking for a platformer and Metroid Samus Returns, which I freaking love, didn't do it for you. Steam World Dig Two is amazing, dude. Yes. All Steam World is always good, all the time, mm. all the time. Very good. It's it's like one of the best things on Switch right now for sure. It, is it time? Do I say it? Are we ready? This is your number one. We've already <sighs> we've already popped. Have we not? I thought we heard it already. No. Okay, I'm excited. We heard it too. What was your two? Just to recap, your my number, number two. two was PUBG. Yeah, that was my number five. Your number That's two, right. John yeah. didn't even know it existed. So yeah, he <laughs> was like, "Who is who's player unknown? Uh, what is this guy? Why is he so famous right What's now?" What's a PC? Is that like a is that like a new box? <laughs> I do love a new box. What right? Fresh. Hey, John, a box is uh... chocolates. Yeah, yeah, got it. yeah, yeah. Kids sometimes. <laughs> What? Sometimes it's caramel. Alabama? Sometimes it's vanilla. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Number <Box>. one. <laughs> Number one. Ah, oh, John, 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 I'm sorry. I shot you down on this one. And gosh darn it, I really no want you I really want you now to play this game just to see what you think of it. Because oh, I play freaking it. love oh. it. 
There was also a, a South Park that you haven't mentioned. That is a great game, too. I enjoyed that. That's a personal fave, I have to say. Well, That's, I'm you just, know. I really thought I'd hear it. I'm excited this is December about... December 9. <laughs> I'm excited yeah, this be... is... I'm excited this is on here. To, I was surprised Call of Duty was on your list. Part, partly. I was like... Eh, that was close, but... I see you were trying to see if you could put Battlefront on there. I love Battle... Oh, for me, you, y'all... Nobody asked me the other games I like. Bastages. Yeah. The story... You derailed me from wanting to play that story. that story. That story is amazing. It's what, terrible. What, what is this? The Battlefront, Battlefront. 2 story. It's terrible. It came at a point in my life where I had watched The Last Jedi. I was searching for answers. <laughs> Angry Joe. There are some Joe, answers. Angry Joe saved me. I'm I'm ordering visual dictionaries now. I've rewatched The Last Jedi, and I I finished. Uh, you never said. So you're rewatching. He rewatched it. How did you feel the second time? I, it's it's definitely better. I like okay. it a lot now. Welcome. Come back. I still have an issue with. Hey, just come back to saying you like it. Let's just say, <laughs> let's just say with, I have an issue with Leia. Yeah. My, my issue with the handling of Luke mm-hmm. is subsided. Okay. Uh, yeah, that me, for, that's for me too. It's gotten better. But the Leia thing. Can't get past it. <laughs> I like, I have to say old trucker he's meme. I was like, that's pretty good spot on <laughs> stuff right there as far as just shooting down haters. Yeah. But I. <laughs> I, again, I went into uh, research mode, and 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 Battlefront Two was part of that. I just can't, man. I'm sorry. There's I, a lot of repetitiveness. You know, in that game. the sad part is when Billy D. Williams shows up, and as you for, didn't and, know. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> dude, I was I like, God, the whole this, time. this voice actor is doing Lando is terrible. The credits roll. Oh, Billy D. Williams. When, when I got oh. to that point, I mean, he looks really cool. Uh, him and Han kind of look the same with their blasters, and yeah. even Leia. I just want more. I want more of her. Like, if it just been about her and that dude, well, I would have loved it. it. It was. They intertwined it great, but they did derail you by being these classic exactly. heroes. I don't need... I agree with that. Luke, be a Luke game. But the Luke influence was pretty dope on the outcome of the story. They should make a new Star Wars game where it's just uh, Luke on that island. And that game... And Grumpy. That game has gotten... <laughs> it came out the gate and got destroyed. It has no chance, I think, on Metacritic. Nah, it's, yeah. That's over. It, but people still play it. Well, yeah, hardcore are gonna always play. Uh, and that that story, uh, it's canon. Yeah, very so much. If sets up some Star- big stuff. If you're a Star Wars person, that's some canon you need to go look at. Yeah, and you actually get to be in the Battle of Jakku. So, anyways, uh, game of the <laughs> yeah, and back to Chris's number one from Derailment One Hundred One. Yeah, uh, John once picked this game up and said we should talk about this on the show, and me and Sean went nope. <laughs> so that's our failure of the year. Um, I still don't know what it is. Near. Oh, yeah, that game is, that's a good looking game, bro. I will go on record and say this is the best story I've played this year. Um, This is the best music. This could have been me. It could have been me. I could have been a contender. From a musical perspective in video games, this is, this is up there now in terms of just like soundtracks, not just because of how good the music is, but the way it uses it in builds to do different things to know that there's like four different versions of every track and that they intertwine where they can be turned on and off in an instance and it makes sense to what you're doing it's just awesome um this game is <laughs> near on a is a game i had never played a near game uh, you know i think that's most people here and i'll say this you don't need to play a near game to kind of understand the majority of what's going on uh the reason it works is because 
it starts out as a simple thing. You're, you're, you're high unit just trying to go and do a mission. And from there, it slowly introduces basic concepts to you and you play through the first play of through of this game. And when it ends, you're like, that's a really good, cute ending. And then you realize, wait, there's 27 endings to this game and like six main playthroughs I have to do. So you go through your next playthrough and it's like, okay, now you're going to see this same story that you just played through from a different perspective. And we're going to go deeper down the rabbit hole. And then you're going to finish that. And we're going to move to the next chapter for both of these characters. Now you have a full idea of what's going on with them. And we're going to take you to philosophical ideas and questions about morality, what is real, what is feelings, what is human, what is machine, and ask you to give it an honest thought and really think about what your choices are in this world and what things mean. And it does so in a way that even though this game is so Japan at times, like Japan, just so anime in Japan at times, you it never once put me off. Like I played Final Fantasy 15 and there are still moments in that where I'm just like, Oh God, squares off. But <laughs> <laughs> I, it never once hurt me at all in this game. Uh, this game, <laughs> this, this game combines. Like he had to look down at his paper. I'm head, trying to look at, at my, I'm trying to look at my next point. Uh, this game is effectively almost three type or four types of gameplay in one. You have this 3D open world hack and slash environment that teaches you basic combos and allows you to alter how you use them and, and how you build them. And it seems simple at first, but as enemies build, you realize you have to figure out how to combo appropriately, which is a testament to how good Platinum game says. Yeah, I know, Penny. Now you're like, this is the moment you decide <laughs> to grab that. Okay. Um, then... There are times where you go on these missions and it goes from that 3D environment to almost it flips it. And now you're in a 2D side scrolling hack and slash game and it makes sense and it works well. And you go from there and you go into a bullet hell game that's 3D. I mean, like that's on the level of any, uh, you know, take your pick. Resogun, uh, Next Machina, um, trying to think geometry wars from the those areas it challenges you and it's awesome and it feels great and it's such a cool break when you get it to then even on top of that you get this 2d version of a bullet hell game where it's a hacking game and it's the coolest hacking game because whatever music you're listening to in the world automatically converts into a 16-bit version music of it running in the background and you're just like this is so creative like they're so it's clear to me as i played this like the visions and the art style and everything that it aims to do. It's very clear. The guy, I can't remember his name. The guy, the main creator of this had a vision of what he wanted and he executed it perfectly. Um, that in the relationship between uh, the two main characters, two B and nine S I think it's one of the more memorable ones. It, it's on the level of those classic cloud and, and airs uh, from final fantasy seven, things like that. Just the dynamic of, how these two characters start out, how it builds up, and then how honestly this game at any moment will rip your heart out and and just say, nope, this is what's happening now. Hope you're okay with it because we're not going back to the old ways. Um, there's also like this side character, Pascal, that is one of the most challenging and interesting things I've seen in a video game. It's a robot. I don't want to spoil anything else, but... You're a robot, bro. Well, that's it. But no, <laughs> where it goes with that, it, it's just very changing. And I understand, like, look, Zelda 
is going to get all the accolades and I'm totally cool with that that's the popular game but when I picked this game up and I played you know I've had a couple of those games this year like Neo was a game I've really did was not on my radar until I played the beta yeah. about two weeks before it came out this was another one like this was nowhere near on my radar and I read an article and said like this is a masterpiece that you may be missing and you don't realize it and I was like that's hey, presumptuous Chris, uh... yeah that's presumptuous but okay and you know I would I just, just like I, to say you're welcome. <laughs> uh, it is it's 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 old. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, it's it's an awesome game. If you love JRPGs, if you love anything that Platinum has ever done, if you enjoy hack and slash, whatever, take your pick. Um, I highly suggest this game. It's the only game. I mean, like Sean, even to you, like as a fan of Metal Gear. I would tell you, this is like some Gojima stuff that they do I know. with stuff. I know, bro. I mean, you can take a chip out and make yourself explode, and that's an ending. <laughs> that's dope. Yeah, it's funny. Like, there, there's an ending where you can literally turn in a direction, and that's an ending, <laughs> like, as to where it is. And it makes sense. You're like, huh, okay. <laughs> uh, it's just, it really, really hit me. And the very, the true ending, there's like six endings in the game. Once you do it, you get this true roll of the credits. And it does one of the coolest things I've ever seen in a video game. And I had to sit there for five minutes making my choice. And when I made my choice, I felt like I did the right thing. And it allowed me to say, I am done with this game and walk away. And I will never play it again. But I got a platinum. Although we've come to the... Oh, okay. <laughs> that was what I was playing in the background when I did it. Oh, my God. Like I said, great music. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So why don't you tell us, listeners, what your top game of 2017 is? We want to hear it. We'll wait. Yeah, we'll wait. We'll, we'll give you a week. Um, <laughs> keep writing it in. If you want to write that in, you can do it on weeklygameschat at gmail.com. You could tweet at Sean uh, on the Weekly Game Chat on Twitter. Or even if you want to, you can come drop a post with this episode on Facebook when it goes up. Weekly Game Chat. Or you know what? I think we're on uh player way podcast site now we are so it's official. there's a comments on there you can you can go post there and maybe john is perusing he'll be like aha and he'll send them to us uh also <laughs> Please do ahas yeah out loud you can also find us on uh geek versus website too you can you can find um i think was it is it geek versus.com yes and then player way podcast is uh playway podcast.com or play life your way.com it'll take you to that site there you Me go. Too. I write content for that site as well. He does. He do. Very wrong opinions, but well written. Yeah. <laughs> Top notch in the writing department, but uh... stick the knife, but twist. <laughs> <laughs> um. Until next time, though. Oh, I you got, got, you got some mention. I got some stuff. Uh, you that can say up. some things. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank you to at Marcus Aman for the follow. I want to thank one Jonathan Barron for the follow. About time. Um, that guy's lazy. I want to thank, uh, uh, let's see, this guy's official Twitter name. Uh, Alex D. Maldo for the retweet of our Christmas uh, yeah. special. Al Alex Maldonado from uh, Player Way Podcast. Yes. Uh -huh. I also want to thank Nerdy Aesthetics for the retweet of our music. That was actually very cool that we had a couple of people do that. Um, we had a question come in. Um, well, actually, I want to give a what we call a grats in the business for uh, at Sad Sad Panda Face for finishing Persona Five exactly on twelve thirty of twenty seventeen. So that was right before the new year. Says congrats. Um, Acid Sugar 
asked us, do you think uh, mm. the way that gamers are ganging up on the devs to change games for, quote, the better is good for the industry as a whole? Uh, he feels like the devs trying to bend each player's whim will only do harm, uh, but understands they are trying to keep a player base. True. Uh, he added that he also felt there are tons of people who play who just play the games and never bother leaving a review or join the hate slash love bandwagons. Uh, he was just looking to get our thoughts. And that would be uh, Acid Sugar is uh, Andrew, my brother-in-law. Yeah. There you go. Just called him out. Uh, are y'all going to answer the thing? or it's not, uh, it's not really my wheelhouse. I mean, they should bend to him when it's a loud narrative. If not, um, and, and it's really being heard. Like, there are certain times it makes sense to listen there are times, though, like as far as a story perspective or whatever, or maybe what your true vision of a game is. No, they shouldn't bend just to that. Like Pyre is a great example. Pyre was something that everyone wanted online multiplayer gameplay. And the developers refused to do it because they just know they don't have the capacity to do it because they're a small little studio. Uh, that's that's a good idea. It makes that game better because I can't be like there's a broken mode in this game. Right. But on the other hand, if it's like something for instance that's going on with destiny right now and people have invested hundreds of hours of their lives into something right and they have a problem i think it's like just like uh blizzard is with wow it's imperative that they listen to those complaints and take them to heart you might not be able to change it tomorrow but you need to keep it in mind as you move forward otherwise eventually yeah you will get abandoned didn't this really come into play when um Due to maybe like, uh, I mean, when we first started hearing about this idea, like yeah. the ending of Mass Effect 3. Yeah, that's that's one of the ones I always take issue. Like, they shouldn't have broken that. They should have never broke. People were pissed off, and I was like, you missed the point, is how I took it. And the fact that they broke and, and compromised, I thought, was a mistake on their part. Mm. Yeah. Uh, at Tyrannotortis, uh said, hey, at Weekly Games Chat, Merry New Year, Richards. Uh, here's to another year of game reviews, disagreements, and one-liner, one-liners. He's got two beers in each other. That's for like a two cheers. Beers. Hashtag game on. And if I can scroll back up, because this will uh, be the final thing. Oh. Uh, or one of the final. At Cami Fam for the recent follow. At Rob Thrag for the follow. Why don't you just Rob let, uh, you just let no, Chris read that? That's, right? the, that's the thing. <laughs> Sounds like me now. And also, uh, let's see. Oh, uh, and at Baldy Powell, um, they were listening to our two-hour podcast about the Star Wars movie. And people seem to be kind of in between. Uh, the, it's almost like our listeners are just like the data that you see on the internet when it came to that movie when it first came out. Um, he said he's in between Sean and John's opinions on it. Leia's thing didn't need to happen. The casino was pointless. And the run out of gas chase, hashtag give me a break. But I will tell you, like I touched on before we started this this little segment, if you kind of go and, and and read, maybe see it again, learn a little bit more about uh, the intricate details that that movie gave you, that apparently Star Wars has always put out these visual dictionaries for every movie. Uh, an example would be the way Leia's wearing her hair in this movie. Mm-hmm. She has a braid going across the top, which is a standard way um, to recognize someone in mourning, which would be due to Han. And then think mm-hmm. about how she even tries to bring that to light 
at some point when she sees a character and says, oh, it must be my hair. Yeah, um, yeah. There's little things like that that if you learn about it, if you care enough about it, if you're a fanboy about it, things start getting a little better. Uh, if you're a general audience member who just wants the action, I think you're going to like that movie. So there you go. Uh, thanks, everyone, for the love on Twitter. Uh, we're going to keep trying to uh, give you guys good stuff. There'll be a picture of the nail in my tire or whatever the <laughs> heck that thing was. And, of course, uh, this wonderful Hardywood bourbon um, barrel GBS that we enjoyed today. Woo-hoo. Not all strong beer. Yeah, it's it's good. <laughs> we would have kept that up. I really would have had to order in and yeah. laid on the couch. Let's go, boys. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that's our first episode of 2018. Hey, what episodes do you want to hear? Let us know. Yeah, you know, we got some. We got kind of the this is that dead period of the year where we need to hunt for things. I'm sure we'll do a preview of maybe what our most anticipated upcoming games are for for the year that we think are coming out. Do you want to go point. ahead and compile that list and talk about it next week? Yeah, we could do that next week. I'm fine with that. Um, so we'll we'll bring something of that note, and then we'll definitely hit up some news and, and get you up to date on on certain things. Definitely, stuff has happened in the industry. Yeah, as we were off. Um, uh, happy New Year to everybody. I know for sure. at this point we're a couple of weeks in. I, I really hope good things happen to you. Thank you so much for. Uh, still listening to us, right? I mean, because we God are just a band full of Richards. In May, this will be three years for me. <laughs> yeah, and then shortly after that, it'll be three or, for us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Good yeah. times. We love making the show. It's always fun. Um, and I, I do it for Penny. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, this finds everyone safe and happy. Until next time, I will simply say, "Game on, Sean." Game on, Chris. Game on, John. Game on, Chris. And Sean? Game on, Johnny Bear. That was really weird last week when I said all these things and and you weren't there. And I was like, game on, Sean. John? John? By the way, props to you on that that music episode. Probably. Stroke a little hard. Probably uh, your best one yet. Yeah, rub it. I mean, what? Thank you. What? Okay, thank what you. What just happened? Richard. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go wash my hands now. Right? No tea. And on that note. What, what happened? What? <laughs> and on that note, your mom's box. Peace out, everybody. Thug life.